Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Emily, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, um, I'm Emily. Um, everyone calls me Em, and I love food. My Instagram is Em's Balance, and I just post recipes and foodie things and meals out and that kind of thing your food blog is amazing and the links will be in the description for anywhere you're listening to this and you need to check it out right now oh thank you that's very kind (laughs) just being truthful okay how about some food questions yeah let's do it so what did you have for supper last night um last night I made do you know what I don't want to call it a roast because I don't think it was a roast and I think people could come for me like there was no roast potatoes there was no Yorkshire puddings but I made a roast of sorts and we had mash I made like veggie chicken which I did roast so kind of yeah um roasted carrots gravy it was just like a really nice like Sunday home cooked food you know it was good lovely with wine always Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) So what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? So I've been thinking about this because I just, it's like I have a core memory. Yeah. And because my mum is such a good cook, like she is really good. We had lovely things growing up, like all the home cooks, like classics. She was fab at them. But the thing that sticks in my mind as the thing as being like, I just, I, cr- I literally craved it were, and this is actually gross, but Frey Bentos meatballs. No way. And they came in a little tin. Yeah, they came in a little tin with a little alien on the front. And I only like the ones in tomato sauce. And I just remember we'd always have them. I think it was like a Thursday night. I mean, it was because it was quick and easy and we'd been like swimming or done something after school. And I was like, oh, yes, it's meatball day. Like I'd wake up literally buzzing for the meatballs. And now I I don't eat meat now. And even if I did eat meat, I've got to say a Frey Bentos meatball would be the last thing I'd go for because it's just like gross. But I love them. I just love them. They were just so, I don't know what it was, but they were great. And I've got to say, that was probably my favourite thing when I was younger, which is crazy, but true. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, a bit weird, but I love them. I mean, it's always the way, especially because I also have a mother who is a fabulous cook. And it's Mm -hmm. always that thing where we're so used to having such fabulous food and that core memory is always something that was not even cooked by them. It's so true. That is literally it. I think that's it. And I think if I think if she heard me say this, she'd be like, you're joking. It wasn't a Frey Bentos meatball, but it was. And I'm sorry, Mum, but it just was. I just love them so much. And then my brother was obsessed. And I remember like, if we went to my nan's and she bought the wrong one and that had like the gravy, I was like, oh, my God, you've ruined it. I need the ones with the tomato sauce. Like, I was just obsessed. It was so weird. But, yeah, you're so right. That is exactly probably why I love them so much. It's, it's so strange, isn't it? It's like I always think of Pizza Hut 
and we mm. did not go there very often no hardly ever but that is in my brain yeah no idea it just why. sticks there doesn't it yeah maybe it's because it's like a treat probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did love pizza as well <laughs> yeah. who didn't but then again I also I'm not even talking about the pizza I'm talking about that ice cream machine okay I've got some stuff to say about an ice cream machine, but I'll wait till later. <laughs> okay. I'll start overlapping in questions. Okay. So what is your current favourite kind of food? To be honest, and this is so boring, and I know it's boring, but it's spaghetti. Like any kind of spaghetti. I just, I just, that will be the first thing that I'll start to crave or that has to go on to the like the food plan because I can't go a week without it <laughs> and my boyfriend doesn't really like it that much so I really have to limit how much I make it I know I know he's weird he's so weird <laughs> I, um listeners my face dropped because I love spaghetti I, also. <laughs> so I was just like what he doesn't like spaghetti that much I know He's just like, oh, you know, it's so overrated. It's so, it's just boring. And I'm like, it's not boring. I'm sorry, but it's just always, I think it will always be my favourite, like spaghetti pasta, anything, anything of that family. I would say it's just my favourite food all the time. Yeah. Agreed. I can't deny it. (laughs) Great choice. Okay, so what is your current favourite place or restaurant to eat at at the moment? So. I kind of have two-ish answers. Um, so I, do, I don't want to say it wrong on like a, a public forum, but I love pho slash, I think you're meant to say it pho or pho, I, but we always say pho and yeah. I'm going to go with that now. Okay. Um, and I just crave it. Like if I'm hungover or tired or just when you're in need of like a, boost like a and like some some green some health like maybe it's like a heavy weekend on the wine and like I'm yeah. like do you know what I just need like I need a foe and it just makes me feel so much better and I always get like hot and spicy because I just think it just it rejuvenates you um but then on the other hand inter I mean if it was like I had if it was my birthday and I had a choice to go to a restaurant I would always choose like our local Italian I just it's you know we go there for everyone's birthdays and it's just the best food and it's the nicest atmosphere and it's the loveliest wine and I'm just like you just can't beat like you this I live I live in London there's there's literally thousands of restaurants and I live I work in like East London and um, there's so many great restaurants and they are great but you know, and it's just like that little local Italian and you like the little family are there and like, it's just such a nice atmosphere to be in. And I think I'd have to choose that every time, to be honest. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> That's so lovely. I I agree. It's always the ones you go back to. They're just that mm-hmm. comfort. Exactly. I think it is comfort, isn't it? It's just, you know what you're going to get and you know it's going to be lovely. You don't have to look at the menu beforehand. No. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't say I've literally ever been to a restaurant where I haven't scoured the menu online. Exactly. A week before going. So it is nice to just know that you're going to turn up and be like, yep, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that wine. I can't (laughs) wait. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, so what kind of food did you used to dislike and now you do like? Um, I, oh God, I used to hate like stews and cottage yeah. pie and that kind of thing. And like, I remember like Sunday morning, I'd be like, mum, what are we having? And if she was like a stew, I'd be like, oh my God, a stew. <laughs> How am I going to get through the day? Like, that sounds awful. And now... Oh my God, I love stew, well, vegetarian stew. Yeah. I love veggie cottage pie. All of the like sun, like all of that like classic food I now absolutely love. But at the time I was like, ew, maybe it was all the veg. I don't know. I don't know what it was really, <laughs> but I just did, I used to dread it. And now I just absolutely love it. I would have stew every day. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I think it's that, but... <laughs> Good answer. I also was not a fan of a stew on a Sunday. I think I did the exact same thing. Um, I have memories of having stew and dumplings, beef stew, and the dumplings and the veg. I was really happy about, really happy about. dumplings always banged. I can't lie. The dumplings were always bang on. Yeah. Okay. That was the one thing of it I like. Yeah. The best bit. Agreed. But I have this memory. I don't know how old I was, but I just remember chewing this piece of meat for oh, ages. You're going to say that, and I was just like, I don't like it. I still don't really like beef. So yeah, I, it'll do that to you. Like just one bad experience, and you're like, I let, I can't eat that now. That's done what? for me. That's gone. That's right, dead to me now. <laughs> I, I I completely get it. I'm not veggie, but I do eat mostly veggie food um Mm. so now if we have stew and dumplings I just have the dumplings and the veg I don't eat I don't blame you yeah I don't blame you yeah to be fair now you said that the dumplings were always the best thing and yeah I didn't I didn't like the meat either and it wasn't that I didn't like meat when I was younger because I did Mm. it was just you know it was like that stewed beef I was like Mm. I just don't want it I don't want it no I know Um, exactly yeah and now (laughs) I do it with veggie sausages and it's absolutely unreal and even my like my meat loving like my meat obsessed partner is like that's a good stew and I'm like I know I agree and you don't get any of the like chewiness no (laughs) sounds fantastic yeah it's a win-win it's a win-win definitely okay so what is your current favorite vegetable broccoli always tender stem yeah yeah always I just I I just think that's an unbeatable veg it's boring it's simple you can do a hundred things with it well you can't but you can you can I just love it you can we've like I've started doing it with like chili and garlic Oh like yeah, best. fried up with chili and garlic, and I'm like, oh, if I'm feeling a bit adventurous, maybe I'll have that, or I just have a bit of boiled ten stem broccoli, and I'm just yeah. as happy with that. Oh. I just think it's, I'm that, yeah. I as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, broccoli. I, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> it's just elite in every way. It is great I'm, answer. I'll stand by that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so in your opinion. What is the most overrated food? Uh, overrated? I think this is going back to the question that, that you asked before. I think it's like ice cream sundaes, like 
anything that's like um like maybe like a cheesecake with like fruit on it i just i i just don't really like it i i don't know if it's like when i was younger i had a much sweeter like turf than i do now and now i'm quite like I'm all about savory stuff unless it's chocolate related. So yeah. any kind of like ice cream sundae that's like strawberry ice cream, strawberry sauce, it just does nothing for me. Like, yeah, I just, I watch people eat it and I think, oh, I can, t- I just don't like it. I don't know what it is. I just, it's too sweet, I think. And it's like that sickly, like artificial sweetness that I used to like and now I've just really grown out of and I just have no kind of, yeah, no. I don't like it. Fair I would enough. never choose it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that would be it for me, for sure. And what do you think is an underrated food? Underrated food? Um, maybe cauliflower. I know that's random, but I, I, cauliflower was always like a bottom of the pile veg for me. I was like, I could really take it or leave it. And then in the last maybe like six months, I've started using it everything. And I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah, I've been using it so much in like curries. I've been doing like cauliflower, like tikka masala. I've been doing like cauliflower wings, cauliflower tacos. (laughs) And I've just been like, oh, wow. I was really sleeping on cauliflower before. Like, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's enlightened me over the last few months. Um, so I probably have to say that I can't really think of anything else I think is underrated. I like most food, so everything to me is quite a high, you know, it's quite highly rated. I'm sure I'll be able to do something with it. Um, so I'd probably say cauliflower because that's quite a recent one for me that I've been like, oh yeah, actually pretty good. Can do a lot with it, <laughs> which I didn't think about before. So yeah, thank you for that. I I think that's very entertaining I have seen many a cauliflower recipe on your page thinking of it now yeah yeah, well there you go see (laughs) okay so who is your current favorite chef so favorite chef I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Jamie Oliver and it's his kids not in a weird way no they are so cute it's you know I was watching like we I had like a period of like isolation when I didn't have COVID but I was scared I had COVID over Christmas like just before Christmas and I was like oh I need something and I was I'd literally watched Netflix like I was oh wow done and I was like I can't think of anything I want to watch it was quite impressive it was a lot of it was a lot of hard work from me um and I was like I tell you what I'm gonna put on Jamie Oliver's Christmas specials and it's so good I just loved it so good and his little kids coming in to do their, like, all oh, the little mixing and the washing up. I just thought, yeah, I really like him. And I did take a few tips from him as well. Like, yeah. and I was like, yeah. So I think maybe Jamie Oliver. But I, I think for me, and I, when I was younger, I always remember my mum having, like, loads of cookbooks that were, like, certain chefs. And that she'd be like, oh, you know, I love Delia Smith. Or I love Nigella. or And it was really like based around people and now I just feel like I every person I take inspiration from is on Instagram yeah if I'm honest I and it's only probably because like Jamie Oliver has you know a TV program or that's quite recent and it's still 
it, they, he just did a new series and that that kind of, so I'll still watch it. But most of my recipe inspiration are people on Instagram that post their food. And I just, yeah, I think I, I think it's changed for me now because of Instagram. It's, yeah, if that makes sense. I don't know. No, it makes so much sense. I completely get it. I am one of those strange people that still love cookbooks, even though I save recipes yeah. every day on Instagram. I do still make yeah. them, but I love a cookbook. So I will always turn. I love holding a cookbook. Yeah. yeah. There is nothing better than just having like a brand new little cookbook and you're flicking through and it is so nice isn't it it feels like it's almost like quite a nostalgic feeling when you've got like a cookbook in front of you um but so I do I mean I I am I always like for like my birthdays and Christmas I always end up getting cookbooks but they're always it's like mob kitchen or like Leon so it's always different like it's not as it's not so much a person more of like a collective um they're the kind I usually go for um but yeah you're right it is it is nice to have a cookbook I completely agree I was I mean I feel like listeners are going to have to be doing a bingo card at this point and the podcast to see how long it takes for me to bring up mob kitchen um (laughs) (laughs) oh god they're so good I love mob kitchen and anyone that's listened to the podcast before I don't think I escape an episode without talking about them I love them with my whole heart. Um, I have all their cookbooks and I do make any mob kitchen recipe, at least two mob kitchen recipes a week, minimum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't agree more. I think they're amazing. They're they're so good and they're so quick and easy. And like, I just love that. That's that's what I try and do on my page as well. Because I'm like, I don't want to come home from work and stand in the kitchen for two and a half hours. I don't want to do that. I want to do that on the weekend. Yeah. But I don't want to do that after a day in the office. And they are the first people that I have ever found that have like nailed that kind of, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute, easy, quick, but unreal food. And I think, yeah, I love them. They're so good. I completely agree. (laughs) If you're wondering why I look that way, um, Uh, I have three in my flat at uni alone and the others are wow. at home but and I you've, use, got, you've got veggie mob you've got speedy mob you've got it all. yeah i've got veggie mob speedy mob and original mob kitchen um comfort mob uh, is still at home and i still haven't made anything from it yet which is unheard of mm. i've got comfort mob on my ipad because i bought it when it was like 99p on the oh, yeah. kindle store and i was like 99p for a mob book all right obviously but I haven't made anything either from it yet I've been bookmarking it like mad but I haven't ventured <laughs> out yet we'll both have to try it and let each other know which recipe yeah absolutely <laughs> mob stands on this podcast <laughs> yeah always okay speaking of um what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using it was mob <laughs> mob veggie I think um yeah they that oh, I can't speak now I'm so excited um yeah mob veggie for me is like you can open it and there are so many recipes that you can yeah. be like oh yeah yeah that I do that one. Oh no actually I'll do that one it's just it's so easy simple quick yeah mob mob veggie for me um and I ha- yeah like I say I've just got mob comfort but I haven't actually 
bought anything from it or done anything or made anything from it yet. So neither waiting on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, veggie mob's a good one. It's so good. Okay, controversial question. Mm-hmm. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? The big one. The big one. Oh, on our hob, situated on the bottom left. Right. Yeah. Bottom left. The big hob. And I think it just stems, uh, it just boils down to being impatient. Yeah. Um, so everything I cook goes on to the big hob until it's ready to yeah. be transferred to a smaller one. I can't, yeah. And I, and actually, now you say that, I use that hob for everything. It'll be like a <laughs> scrambled egg. And I've got it at like absolutely burning high because I'm just like, come on, come on. Um, but yeah, always that one, always. And then if it needs to be transferred over, then it will. But we have quite a small kitchen. So everything's kind of like, the handles are sticking out everywhere. So it's actually the most convenient place to have a handle as well. So you've got to think about it logistically, you know, and that that is it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you for telling me that. I love that question because uh, my deepest personal secrets are yeah, coming out now. Obviously, an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final meal questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. I am. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? So do you know what? This is a question that's plagued me for like (laughs) years. Because I'm like, how are you supposed to choose? And I take it so seriously. Like, what if I am in that position? Um, What what if I do have to make that choice? Yeah, this is good. This is good. It's the loophole because I could never pick. No, oh God, I can't quickly have to do one dish because then I'd be like, well, I want that as well. Yeah. Um, so for my starter, I'd probably, right, drinks wise, just because it's my last meal, I have to have a gin and tonic somewhere. So Obviously. I'll put a gin and tonic in here because mm-hmm. I just think it's nice, it's easy, it's, it's simple, it's plain. But I can't, I don't know, is this my last meal before I die? It's up to you. Because I can't. I say- not have a gin and tonic before I die I say final meal anyone can say desert island meal anything okay okay right so gin and tonic Mm -hmm. and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with an anti-pasty board minus the meat so kind of not and I'm kind of more just a board with things that I like (laughs) on it so I'm going to have cheese I'm going to have crusty bread I'm going to have oil olive oil balsamic sun-dried tomatoes I'm gonna have olives like stuffed olives yeah. um n- not I god do you know what I actually hate when a restaurant brings out olives with the seeds in the middle or the pits I'm I cannot yeah I will not that's when well, we've just wasted three pounds because yeah. I won't eat them yeah hate them anyway that's just a side note <laughs> um yeah, so I'll probably have all of this. And then also on there, so I am veggie, but I do eat fish on holiday. Okay. So I'm not a veggie. I'm pescatarian, if you want to label it. But I, <laughs> I eat veggie food like 99% of the time. And then if we go on holiday, I might have a prawn, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I do love prawns. So I'm going to have as well on the board some garlic and chilli prawns. 
um, and maybe some kind of cheese bite, like a cheese, like a breaded cheese stringy, like a mozzarella dipper (laughs) with spicy tomato sauce. Yeah, I'm going to go with that for my starter. I think I'd be quite happy with that. Any other starters? Or is that that what you're having? Um, I think... I think I'm good with that. But maybe a couple of slices of sourdough pizza as well. Like yeah. sourdough margarita pizza. Ow. Oh, my God. I don't know how I managed to forget. Also, buffalo mozzarella. Just yeah. somewhere on there. Anywhere. Maybe on the pizza. I don't know. I'd be happy with wherever the chef wanted to put it. As long <laughs> as it's on there. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I am imagining this is being cooked for me. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, fine. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to do all this. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you having your main or mains of choice? So now I'm going to red wine. Okay. I'd, I would like a Pinot Noir if it's available. Yeah. I would yeah. hope it is. Anything's available. Um, <laughs> good. Um, and then... For my main, I'm going to go, call me boring, but I just know if I was on my, I was ready to go to a desert island or I was on my deathbed or whatever it is, I would want tomato and chilli spaghetti. I just know I would. I Just a tomatoey sauce, spicy, bit of garlic, loads of spaghetti because I honestly don't get full from it. I can (laughs) just eat and eat and eat it. And I just don't, it just doesn't fill me up. Like the other day I made a spaghetti and I used a whole packet and I ate three quarters of it. And then I only, I only left the other quarter because I had to give it to my boyfriend, which was rude, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, and then also with loads of melted cheese on top, black yeah. pepper, simple, but it would just make me so happy. And I know that it will. So I'm going to go with that. Um, and I think, I think I'm happy with that. I don't think I need the second one. Oh, really? I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I am. Or maybe if I wasn't going to get full, which I kind of wouldn't anyway, but if I definitely wasn't, maybe a burger as well, just on the side, just so I can have all the sauce. Oh, my God. And chips, obviously. Oh, no, wait, we haven't. Are we going to sides? And sides next. I'm getting what are excited. your sides? so skinny fries really salty Mm -hmm. um I just love I could just love them with loads of sauce because what is a chip without sauce I'm gonna need tomato sauce mayonnaise to mix together because that's the best way in my opinion (laughs) I'm also gonna need barbecue sauce um what else do I love on chips oh oh god sweet chili and mayo mixed together as well with chips Mm -hmm. that is also a winner um I also want garlic bread that's like you know that really soft like garlic flatbread that you can get and it's got like melted cheese all over the top with like caramelized red onion that uh, like four of those I love those there's oh I don't know what it is about them I just love them um and oh god what else Hmm. maybe some broccoli yeah just just because I like it. Um, and I might as well, because, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah, maybe some broccoli that's like kind of stir fried with garlic and chili. I'd like. Um, 
yeah, I think that's what I'd go for on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. And what drink are you having with your sides? Oh, God. Um, with my sides, maybe a mojito. Yeah. I do love a mojito. That, like, you know, out of all of the cocktails, that is probably the one that I'm like, that, I could drink them all day. So nice. So, yeah, I'll go mojito, I think. Sure. Okay, what pudding or puddings of choice will you be having? So, I don't like, as I said earlier, like strawberry and raspberry mm-hmm. thingies. Well, I do like strawberries, but I don't like them. I, like, you know, anyway. Yes. So, I'm going to go with, and this is very specific, but my mum's chocolate brownies, I don't know what she does to them, but they are so good. I just, yeah, I could eat the tray. They're so like gooey and oh yeah. So one of those, well not one of those, a few of those. The tray. Um the tr- yeah, just just bring the tray. Yeah, that's fine. That's perfect actually. Um, and then chocolate fudge brownie ice cream. Mm-hmm. But on the side. Yeah. Because I don't want it to overpower the brownies. Yes. So I have to have that separately, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um But then also, right, wait, look, Waitrose do this custard. It's like Madagascan vanilla. Yeah. We only get it at Christmas. But my God, I need a bowl of that. That is so good. And, you know, I don't really even like custard that much. (laughs) It's just not really. Yeah, I don't really. I just, I, I mean, I can eat it, but I'm not that fussed. But that that stuff is special. That is so special. So, yeah. Have you had it? Yeah. I know exactly which oh. one you're talking about. So you, oh, see? You even know which one. So yeah. So it just goes to show how good, you know? <laughs> so a bowl of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And hot or cold custard and hot or cold brownie? Cold brownie. No, not cold, but kind of out of the oven, but cold but they've still got that bit of gooiness to them yeah that's when they're like at their absolute peak I think mm-hmm. um custard hot I can't I can't eat it cold that would be very weird <laughs> for me I know some people love it cold but no are you a cold custard person yeah you are wow that's rude but I like it. I know wow okay gosh yeah I, I can see it with the with the nice custard, would you just have normal custard cold? Yeah. Really? A really hot pudding and cold custard. Mm. Okay, I do get it. I get the, I get the, the contrast is probably nice. Yeah, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings? So, I think I'm going to go to a margarita. Yeah. 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 Because I just... I really like them. I've had a couple of bad ones, though, which almost put me off for life. Yeah. I remember we went to, um, I went on holiday with my friends and I asked her a margarita. And I, I mean, it wasn't the nicest of establishments. It was like <laughs> right on the strip, a little bit. I just bought some like mini mouse ears off this guy that lit up in the streets. So I don't know what I expected, but it was really bad. And it was so salty. It was like they put the whole salt 
into the actual drink and I was like excuse me I don't think this is is right and then the person tried it and was like that's how we make them and I was like okay well I won't have another one of those <laughs> but a good margarita is so good yeah so yeah a good margarita that's what I'd go with in a Spanish measure or a normal measure a spa- a Spanish measure yeah yeah for sure you can't, you have to it's the last it's the last meal exactly just free pour it at this point <laughs> they do if you've yeah. ever seen it if you watch the menu, I know every time I have a gin and tonic I just I'm like mm. I know and then they give it to you and there's not even really any space for the there's tonic. no space for the tonic you have to slurp it I know and as well you know when it's just like it, the gin you just know it's going to be bad the hangover's going to be bad yeah but it's so worth yeah. it Oh, so worth it. hundred percent. We'll do it every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So will you be partaking in a cheese board? Yes, absolutely. Yes. hundred thousand million percent. Okay. I couldn't go out without a cheese board. No way. What's on the dream cheese board? Tell me everything. It's going to need to be like 70% brie. Yes. I love brie. Like, okay. oh so good isn't it just the best like so easy to eat and you suddenly don't realize you've had the whole block at this point and you're like oh my god didn't realize all round no no I'm gonna say a good uh, on the cheese board a third a good a good wedge and I want it room temp Look, nice. I know I sound demanding. No, it's your final temp, meal. So it's kind of melting. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was thinking. Um, melty, you know, it's like starting to come out the sides. Mm-hmm. That is just, oh, God, I could eat that right now. Okay. Um, and then a camembert, mm-hmm. for sure. I, yeah, warm, like fresh out of the oven. Yeah. I, if you want, put a little bit of like honey and garlic or whatever in the top. Yeah. But, absolutely just a camembert on its own I would be more than happy with um I will need some kind of cheddar in there because you just it's a classic you can't you have to you know um Wensleydale love Wensleydale it just reminds me of Christmas so much and I just really love that um what well in so I live in London but from Cheltenham and there's this, I, just, I don't know, I should have looked up what it is before I, before I started talking <laughs> about this. But it, this guy, they have like a market in town on the weekends. Um, and this guy goes there with his cheese stall. And I don't know how he does it, but it's like a sheep's cheese, I think. Yeah. And it's so good. Oh, my God. When I first tried it, I was like, that is stunning. It's like brie, but harder and stronger. I know if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. This sounds really creepy, right? But I did my undergraduate in Cheltenham. So I was I lived there for three years and I'll be going back oh there in a few months. Um That's so cool. So I know exactly the cheese stall you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. I would not got what chances. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that you even know the cheese stool just goes to show the cheese stool's a good stool. It is. It's a good stool. Yeah, it's a really good stool. Um, so that cheese. God, other cheese. Yeah, so that cheese. And then 
I'm trying to go with things that I'm like, I love, like I really love them. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I do love cheese. Like I, I love cheese so much, but I wouldn't say that I'm like a massive cheese buff because I don't really like Stilton. I'm the same. I don't really like moldy cheese. Like I want to like it because I think it's like cool, but I don't. Yeah. But it's just too much, isn't it? Like it's, it's yeah. like, um, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like potent in my listeners, mouth. And I'm like, I don't like it. Listeners, you can't see us right now, but we're making the same face. We're going. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's too, it's just not, it's just mm. not, it's, it's not enjoyable. Yeah, no. I agree. And on the cheese board as well, I can't forget to mention, I will need some caramelized onion chutney. Absolutely. Um, because what is the cheese board without it? Um, I need crackers, any cracker, actually. I'm very unfussed on crackers. Okay. A cracker's a cracker. I'll also want a little bit of, like, toasted baguette because okay. that with brie for me is a real winner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that f- that would probably be my perfect cheese board. Like, everything on there I really love. So I, I think I'll stick with that. Do you put butter on the crackers before the cheese or just cheese in crackers? I put I'll put butter on bread before I put yeah. the cheese on. So if I have like a little slice of baguette, I'll put butter on that. Okay. If I'm going to have it with a cracker, I'd actually prefer to do like a chutney or like a pate. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say about pate. I love pate. I that love sounds, mushroom pate. Because oh, the I'm cheese doing me wrong. I yeah, yeah, I have that with the cheese board. I love, oh, I mean, I love chicken liver pate, but I can't <laughs> eat that anymore. So mushroom pate will have to do. And it is very good if you get a good one. They even have like the jelly on the top of it now. It's really evolved since I first became veggie. So yeah, that as well. And that on a cracker and then the cheese, very good. Can't beat that. Love that. Yeah. What is the drink you will be having to end the whole meal? To end the whole meal? It's a real toss-up between a really expensive glass of red wine. Yeah. But I've already had a glass of red wine. So I'll have a bottle of Prosecco. Good plan. Because it's light. I could probably get it down after eating all of that. Yeah. And I haven't had any. And I need a Prosecco. Or to be honest, like a rosé Prosecco would really finish me off well. Yeah for sure I feel like that's quite I don't know if that is traditionally what you would have after having all of this food but I'm gonna go with it yeah it's your final meal you can pick yeah I'm good that's my final answer yeah that's what okay I'm gonna go with that well thank you for telling me your final meal it was epic um very very asking okay so what biscuits have you been eating this week so I've actually been eating, not to, I made, I love Jane's patisserie. Same. I just, oh, isn't she just the best? Amazing. Every rest, like every, oh, I don't know. I've just never failed. They've never failed when I've made them. So if I'm going to have biscuits, I usually make her triple chocolate cookies or her New York City cookies and then just have them throughout the week. Yeah. Um, if not, last week I did also buy a packet, which I also love, of like, you know, the digestives, which 
have the caramel underneath like yeah caramel in the middle love them as well so I did have them last week as well but this week I've been eating Jane's and yeah you can't beat them no I have loved her recipes for a really long time and as soon as she announced her cookbook it was on pre-order as soon as it was I was like (laughs) yeah but it it was like oh my god because she was like a sensation wasn't she like every every recipe I was like holy crap that looks amazing like I need to make it and Um, it was just my go-to for like anything yeah Yeah. no I couldn't agree more and the NYC cookies I this is a bold claim but I think they are the best cookie recipe I have tried and I have tried many I would agree with you absolutely yes same yeah god they're good and all the different flavors as well I know it's just yeah I've got to say though my my favorite is just the classic really yeah oh maybe the chocolate chocolate or classic they're my favorite for sure they're so good you are right they are the best yeah I think the classic um and the ginger ones ginger and white chocolate they are so delicious oh I've not tried those oh I love them I could genuinely eat the whole tray (laughs) really okay I'll try them next I'll try those next week for sure (laughs) they sound really good and what do you rate each of those out of 10 I'll give the digestives I do love them and it dipped into a cuppa they are good um I'd probably give them like a 7.5 because they are good but they're not like wow yeah the James I I've got to give them a 10 yeah I've got to give them a 10 um (laughs) yeah I can't I can't rate them any lower than that so (laughs) yeah you know I've actually seen what a lot of people do is like you know you make the balls and then you like chill them before you cook them they put them in the freezer and then just like cook them for 10 minutes at night before they want one so it's all like warm and gooey yeah I know it's not game changing that's such a good idea however I don't think I have the freezer space for that no no we don't (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I can't do it but maybe but it is a great idea yes it is well thank you for telling me those anytime so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Yes. So I'm going to do two from Cheltenham because mm-hmm. I probably eat out more, in way more like local places in Cheltenham, to be honest. Um, I actually wrote them down because I was so scared I was going to forget them. <laughs> so I don't know. You probably may well have been, to be honest. Probably. So the first one I'll do is Baker and Grace. Did you ever go there? Yeah, it's like a little brunch place. I think it's in the Suffolks. Um, oh, so good. So good. They do the best brunch. They do such good coffee. Their own little like, they do like the best donuts. And yeah, so definitely them. And also the Urban Meadow Cafe, um, which is right in town. And they just do excellent bagels. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I can't and they're they're also like just a really nice like small family run 
Yeah. I think, oh my God, imagine if they're not and they're like a corporation and I'm giving them a <laughs> shout out. But I think, I think they're small. Um, and then what I'll say for the London one. So, so I live like um, West London-y, like Ealing kind of way. So there's a little cafe that's kind of in between Ealing and South Ealing called Tiramisu. And they're like a little Italian family that run the cafe. I think they're Sardinian because their breakfast special is this, my God, I don't know what it's called. I should know. But (laughs) it's so good. I've never experienced anything. It's like... No way. It's like, it looks like, right, this is stupid. It sounds stupid, but it looks like poppadoms. Right. It's not. It's like bread. Okay. That look like poppadoms, like stacked on top of each other Mm -hmm. and then covered... In like this tomatoey like mixture. I think it's just chopped tomatoes that they must like season. Yeah. Then parmesan. And then just a single poached egg in the middle. Wow. And it is it I don't I wish I knew it was cool, but it is bloody unreal. And we Sounds wake amazing. up and we're like, should we go there? Just because we fancy it. Yeah. It's really good. So to be honest, I mean, any Sardinian cafe, I imagine, would do it. But it's so good if you fancy trying it. Um, and then the other place that I'll do a little shout out for is Laura Di Napoli. They're like a, a pizza place near us, like like a local pizza, Italian pizzas. And yeah, ev- every time they are so, they are just, yeah, they're really good. I can't fault them. Can't fault them. Well, thank you for those. Um, they will be linked in the show notes if anyone would like to try them or just give them a stalk. Um, so they're fab. Fabulous. Thanks for those. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at M's Balance on Instagram. I also have a blog, which is www.msbalance.com. But it's a little unused at the moment. It will be used soon. I've got plans, but life's Ooh. just a bit busy. But on my Instagram, not not on a, I mean, busy with like you know, just life, just live, yeah, yeah. just everything at the moment. But um, absolutely. But yeah, my Instagram, all my recipes and everything's on there. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me if you would like to. <laughs> and if you haven't already checked out M's food blog, it will be linked in anywhere if you if you can't find it i'll be screaming about it on social so (laughs) you're too kind thank you well thank you so much i've loved it (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's been fabulous no thank you for having me i love talking about food it's so it's such a good subject to talk about everyone loves food so yeah especially a food blogger Exactly, yes. Very true. My, my favourite conversation. Well, thanks again. 100%. Thanks Thank again. you. Bye. Bye. How fabulous was that episode with Ems? I absolutely love chatting to her about all her food favourites and her final meal, which was epic. Um, I absolutely loved it, and I hope you did too. If you have not already given Ems a follow or a tiny stalk on Instagram, I totally recommend. Her food blog is so beautiful and you'll come back with so much inspiration. So she is Ems Balance on Instagram and the links to her Instagram and website will be in the description. 
I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Butch Baker Podcast Maker. If you'd like to hear more from the podcast, why not subscribe on your favourite podcast listening platform? Because then you get to hear new episodes every week. If you are already subscribed and you are a regular listener, thank you so, so much. That is just amazing. Um, So thank you. If you would like to see some more behind the scenes and current favourites of the podcast, why not um, follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok because they are the platforms where I show you, one, what I've been up to, the vibe checks, the songs of the day, um, the cookbooks of the week, recipes of the week, restaurant of the week, cafes? I don't know. Um, Loads of lovely food things. So if that interests you, uh, why not give them a little look? And all the links to that will be in the show notes. If you have enjoyed this episode and you are listening to Butch Baker Podcast Maker on Apple Podcasts, um, if you could leave a kind review, that would be fabulous as that helps more people find out about the food podcast and that's pretty cool. So if you could do that in your spare time, I would love that. So thank you in advance. That is enough chat from me. I hope you are having a fabulous day whilst you're listening to this. And if you are coming back next week for another episode, I will speak to you then. So bye. Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat.